Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. It's the AV Club and it's the second episode of our deep dive into Premier Passions. I'm Richard Easterbrook and again I'm joined by Matthew Keeling and Gareth Barker. Hi guys. Hello. Bonjour. I said guys, it's very Instagram influencer that, isn't it? It is. Well, you know, you are talking to one. So. Well, oh. exactly. <laughs> How's lockdown? Same as it was last week. Yeah. Got a job now though, so ah yeah, well done. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You could have lost I it haven't. by the time someone's listening to this, Matthew. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Gary. <laughs> well, if it's anything like your football manager career, well, yeah, uh, yeah. sex on the same day, dismissed out of hand. <laughs> Few of my applications were probably dismissed out of hand, yeah. but well, no, I'm not there this one are. though because I got it. So there. Uh, well done, Matt. Thanks, Rick. So, we left the last episode um, on somewhat of a cliffhanger because we didn't know what football team Andy Andrews supported. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, now, as I said, and I promised, I said I'd get in touch with his agent and I'd come back to you with the answer. I am very happy to tell you that his agent has responded. Um, and I've just lost the email. Off my well, right. so, it, so it's... His email is a very nice guy called Dave Warwick. Um, I mean, the the night after the podcast was recorded, uh, I went pretty deep on my research. Um, he's dropped off social media. Um, I don't think he's done much work for like 10 years or something. Well, since the tea party. Is that a career end? Yeah, that was just like Gerald Ratner incident. Um, so I ended up finding out where he lived. Not creepy, it's all public. He's got his own business in some company's house. Hmm. So um, his house is so nice, the street that it's on, they don't let Google go down. So a bit of context there for you, about how well off Handy Andy is. But um, long story short, <laughs> Dave got back to me and he said, thank you for your email. In answer to your question, Andy doesn't really follow football, but if he did, his team would be Millwall. Best wishes. So there we go. He should have support. He should support Stoke, really. Like Potters and Potteries, Yeah. 
See, I feel yeah. like I, I, I said Chelsea. I felt he'd support Chelsea, and I think that's probably as close to maybe aside from West Ham and Millwall, they're probably like akin well, in terms of the, well, the, the team yeah. you'd imagine. As that's the he's from, yeah, he's from South East London, isn't it? Chelsea Millwall. So. Yeah. Um, he's from South East London, so I thought it might have been some from someone like Millwall. Did I say Crystal or Palace? Palace. I think you might have done. Palace is really close to where he was Croydon, brought up. Croydon, isn't it? Again, Palace. Google. Yeah, yeah. He was born up, brought up in Forest Hill, which isn't too far at all from uh, from Palace. He didn't so really I did do be... quite far into the research. <laughs> I really did, yeah. I even have read some like Spanish Spanish Hello magazine interviews with him. Why was he in that? Um, because he was in English Hello, and it's in Spanish. <laughs> um, so that's so amazing. I want right. And anyone who doesn't know Spanish Hello is hola. Find out, um, find out. Is what in the French show? Find out what is bonjour. Yeah. Find out what is um. Find out what is uh. His uh, fears. Well, uh, I've got a warm lead now. Yeah, yeah. So see, what do you just ask him? Just say, do you want to do a podcast? Does that necessarily be about football? We're just getting on. Talk about the nineties. Well, how much would you think it cost? Thousands, thousands. I'd say ten grand. Well, ten grand, ten grand for an hour. I'm gonna say I think three, three k, three grand. You'd be surprised at how three. much these these nineties <laughs> TV stars charge. We we did an event at work and it was a nineties themed event. Mister Motivate asked for six work. grand. Six wow. grand. So we ended up getting Timmy Mallet for free. We just paid for his hotel. Uh, Jet from Gladiators. As long as we let her park her caravan in the front car park at the hotel. Did it turn into an all night rave? It did not turn into an all night rave. <laughs> shall we? Um, shall we? No do one's listening to this. <laughs> no, no. People are going. I thought this was about Premier Passions. You got to listen to the last one. It is. Um, but it it's is. all relative because it was the nineties, um, and that that yeah. was the nineties as well. So it's fine. Yeah, and all things like kind of nineties revival. And yeah, 90s yeah. Retro is. Very much on vogue. Agree. Also agree. So the second episode of um, the Premier Passions picks up where the last one left off. Um, oh no! As all episodes do, and it starts with an away trip. Um, just a little bit of team bonding. Uh, put on by Peter Reid. Does anybody know where this away trip is? No. <laughs> I'm Look, sure Bali mentioned it in, in his in his like into the light pod a few, yeah. a few years ago. Is it, it like, like Glen Eagles? Yeah, or something it's like, like Balmoral or Glen Eagles or something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. a golf. It's like a golf hotel. It's resort. definitely a golf hotel because he's on about playing um, golf on the afternoon, isn't he? Yeah. What it what it made me sort of think though is there like some sort of prerequisite that in a documentary about Sunderland you have to have a scene with a sort of bald man and glistening in the swimming pool because there was Steve Agnew. Yeah. And then maybe that's maybe it was a, like a callback <laughs> when for for World seventy three maybe like they were like get Martin Bain in the swimming pool and they'll like reenact the the Agnew moment as he rises. Yeah. So I mean it looked like one of those standy up swimming pools to me from the shot because <laughs> um, he was standing up in the swimming pool. Maybe maybe Steve Agnew thinks everything's a standy up thing. <laughs> maybe like, he, he doesn't realise. He can't. <laughs> His wife's like, "What are you, what are you doing?" Like, he's standing Take in bed. Standing in bed. <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of them standing up beds. Hey, you can either stand up yeah. or lie down. Yeah. There's no in between. 
Which is a TV standing up. Yes. Standing Steve, up. Standing up, with, yeah. standing up with Steve. Yeah. Try, yeah. Trying to watch Celebrity Squares. Will yeah. you sit down? Is that like, like stand-up Steve? Is like seasick Steve? But it's just it's, him yeah. standing up. It'd be terrible it's sitting behind scenes. him at like, at like the theatre or something. At the yeah. pictures. Oh, no, Steve, yeah. I knew stood in front of me at the pictures. Maybe if it's Especially the, with the, like, the yeah. light reflecting off his buns as well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're the changing rooms with Steve Agnes. <laughs> they could like redevelop his house and just make everything standy up. So like his bed, they could prop <laughs> against it, like fasten against the wall, so you can like stand up against the bed. Almost everything. like a DIY SOS, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Get the community yeah, to make it all accessible. Get the community to <laughs> do it. The pool lad's got a really horrible condition where everything oh, everything's uh, standy up. It's one of them standy up. It's one of them standy up houses. Yeah. <laughs> love stand. Love one of them standy up comedians. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Agnew can't sit down. My God. Anyway, <laughs> right. right. Carry yeah. on. So the purpose of the the purpose of this this little sojourn away to uh, Scotland is uh, a little bit of team building, a little bit of rehab for the injured players, and also, dare I say, a glass of wine. Mm. As, yeah, uh, as Peter Reid says, yeah. dare I say, a glass of wine is the biggest sideways yeah. look to the camera I've ever seen. Isn't yeah, it? I mean, no, knowing what we know about particularly that season from what Lee Howie told us about the Christmas do, yeah. um, and and also the the. The, the social culture that was there in Sunderland throughout <coughs> Peter Reid's reign. I mean, he he wasn't, he didn't have them all all like kind of drinking alcohol by uh, by order, but there was a fairly lax policy on 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 no drinking, wasn't there? Well, I'm sure Niall Quinn's talked about it before where he used to say like there was basically regardless of what happened, like when you got on the team bus for away games, it was just like two slabs of beer. Like Wasn't it like you were almost like laughed at if you didn't yeah. go out drinking with them and that? And Kibitsky didn't really engage in it, did he? And, and there was elements of him being slightly outcast at times. I'm sure yeah. I've heard stories, yeah. stories about that. Um, Kevin Kellen Phillips says about the um, about Alan Johnston being a non-drinker. Oh yeah, ah yeah, yeah. Makes him drink. Yeah, and he's very yeah, but the uh, the thing that we can take from it is that um, you know footballers really did have um, sizzling banter in the nineties. That's what oh, I learned yeah. from this and uh, the code word skipper scene. Um, Paul Stewart. I mean, is that the best one that he could think of that they did? Because if it was, I'm yeah. worried about. I'm just worried about the uh, worried about the general it's, sort it's of like humour. Well, when he's telling the story, he like well, halfway through he realizes it's like crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he like he does think about bailing out on it. He's thinking. Mm. <laughs> but the, I think the best thing about that is, is that Tony Corton rang up to yeah. find out if it worked. Yeah. Yeah. That we need, can you, oh, you the lads are going to love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to explain? Do you want to explain the um, code word skipper scene, uh, Richard? Since you're the host. Yeah, yeah. So um, Paul Stewart is in his hotel room and he tells us a, a very funny story. Paul's, <laughs> Paul's very funny, funny stories. Paul's funny stories. <laughs> that um, Kevin Ball basically set the dress code for every match, um, and it consisted of either a white t-shirt, 
or a blue t-shirt. It's so with dry, buttons. isn't it? It's so, like even that bit's yeah. like, oh, shut up, Paul. And everyone in the squad had to be wearing the same configuration. So before a match, before they travelled, Bawley would say, right, lads, it's red shirt or it's white t-shirt, grey buttons. <laughs> um, and Paul Stewart noticed this um, and decided that it would be funny if they did the exact opposite of what, what Bawley said. So he said he'd use a code word, which was skipper. I mean, why didn't they just agree to do this anyway? Like, yeah, regardless? No, yeah. Like, why did they have to use a code word? So anyway, yeah, he uses a code word, and they all turn up the next morning for the coach, um, wearing the opposite of what Bowley said. And he, it didn't go down well, because, you know, as, as, as you can expect, Kevin Ball's a very intense character, and... He thinks he's got it wrong. I'm, I'm getting bored retelling the story. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 yeah. like, it's like a story that like um, Dave from the royal family would tell. Yeah. Like a really like just a shit, just terrible story. And like I say before, he he, he realizes this halfway through. Yeah, it's, like it when you, it's like when you're telling a joke and you you realize you've pitched it at the wrong yeah. crowd and you there's no there. there's no yeah. getting out of it and you've got to finish the joke yeah. and no one laughs. <laughs> You can see his like in his eyes like he's he's given up on it because it doesn't it doesn't float like it's difficult it's a difficult practical joke it feels like a difficult practical joke to explain even though it's completely simple yeah because yeah. set because of the way it's been set up is rubbish but the fact that Tony Corton rang him it wasn't even to there. find out what happened find out I need to find out what happened. Well, everyone turned up wearing yeah. the opposite. That was it. And Kevin Did, Borg, um, it was actually it's actually like comes across as bullying in a way because like yeah. the way he describes like Bowley's reaction, it's like he's beating himself up about it, thinking yeah. like he's, like he's you know, and he's like he's, and then we get we get beaten the next game. So I'm not saying it had a, an effect, but you Did know. It? Did this go on um, in the journal world, Rick? Did uh, the head journal set the the dress yeah. code for going to an away yeah. game? Yeah. All the time, all the time. Yeah. The head journal, yeah. lads. It's turquoise journal shirt, <laughs> brown slacks, yeah, grey shoes. Oh, so but, the lead well. the lead journal in the uh, the northeast press pack would would issue the instructions. Yeah. Um, we'll be tired us if you get it wrong. It's a fine, but. <laughs> We're going to come to a bit of uh, there is there are some there are some journals there are some journal shirts there's some journal shirts there's more than some journal shirts I've noted down <laughs> so that's something I look yeah. forward to yeah so the game the away trip what away tri- oh yeah the away trip was uh, was 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 the uh, the holiday wasn't it yeah not the holiday they go away and then they've got two home games in the week haven't yeah. they is it Leeds and Tottenham is it in the week. Yeah, so it's two two home games in a week. No, it's Tottenham and Man United in it in the week, and it's the Leeds oh, ones right. before. Oh, I can't remember now because Blackburn. No, the Leeds away. ones after. I'm sure oh, it's Blackburn. Yeah, oh, it's Blackburn, Blackburn then Leeds in it. Blackburn then Leeds. Yeah. So first one's Leeds, um, and uh, again we've got no striker. The the, the kind of take yeah. us down that that line again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Every ten minutes of the show, they have to they have to state that we've got a problem scoring goals and we haven't got a striker. Yeah, it mm. makes it sound like we like didn't have a shot on target and we've basically got no strikers up front. Just just put two just a men. Maybe Paul. Maybe <laughs> maybe Paul Stewart should have like the crowd. even with the injury. I think he must have been injured. But if we just put Paul Stewart on the defender 
and then he could have just told them lots of stories. Eventually, the defender <laughs> might have just lost lost the will and just let uh, just let him in. Well, yeah, the the defender might have came wearing the wrong kit and then been sent off. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> maybe or, or not. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Leeds Leeds came and gone. Not much match action on that. It's just another goal <laughs> from a goal. From a goal kick. Our own goal kick. Yeah, yeah. It's great, shocking it? that goal. By the way, it's like the oh, defending no. for that goal. It just, I don't know who sent off. He just stops. He just gives up. Terrible. It's, yeah. it's that's Might the been, word, uh, that's like up there with the Wimbledon at home goal, which is just hilarious. It would but, have been um, odd how he or well. Lord Howie or Melville, probably. Well, I'm gonna. Well, I need to take this up with Lee Howie then, if it was yeah. him, because unacceptable. Yeah. We should, we should, now. we should. What we should do, we'll do a pod with Lee Howie, and we'll like go through all the goals he conceded that season. We'll do the season <laughs> review, ninety six, ninety seven. That's gonna be quite a long Well, yeah. we didn't concede that many. Um, apart, although in this episode we do concede four in a game. And also, we went to Man United, and we got went to Man United and got roasted that season. But I don't remember us getting battered off anybody else. Oh, Chelsea, no. we got beat 6 2, didn't we? 6 2, yeah. That was on, um, on Sky. Premier League years the other day. That was it. Didn't show yeah. the reverse fixture, though, did it, when we beat them 3 1? It did, actually. Oh, no. Is that when Bowley scored the diving header? The diving header, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did, did, yeah. did show it, yeah. Um, sorry, carry on, Richard, with bring it no, back, no, bring it back um, on track. So the, that game's kind of shown in. in we're very much framed by the fact that the, the search for a striker goes on. Um, but it also kind of sheds a bit of light on on Peter Reid's um, frugality. <laughs> yeah. You could you could call it yeah. in the uh, in the transfer market. Um, and it, he's, he tells a little story about um, about a player from Hartlepool. Halliday. Uh, Stephen Halliday. Yeah. Um, Hundred and seventy five grand, wasn't it? Yeah. And that that that's not a fair price, he reckons. Did we look um, him up and see what again, he did? Yeah, I looked him up. Yeah, yeah, he did nothing. <laughs> he left Hart- he left Hartlepool a year after for fifty thousand pounds. Um, well, so so Reed. He was right. On the money, yeah, literally yeah. on the money. Um, yeah. Joined Motherwell. Released two years later. Spent three months at Doncaster. Ended up at Durham City. Um, and barely well, scored. Looking forward and time. looking forward to finally welcome to the stadium of I mean, uh, this summer. He's, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess um, forty now. I guess Peter Reid's correct in his his judgment of the fee. However, given his career, it doesn't like sound like he was worth fifty grand. Never mind one hundred and seventy five. No. So, yeah. Well, Motherwell was his big money move. That was the grand. only time he moved for any money. Hmm. So, so mother could badly. have been different. So Reed, anything. Reid kind of tries to protest the fact that he's not a frugal manager by saying he offered four million pounds for a player. I'm guessing that's probably Gascoigne. Maybe could, or could be could have been. There was he, talk about Paul Scholes signing that season as well. Oh well, but there's a bit of you can see there's a bit of a, at this point there's a bit of boardroom frustration. Yeah, um, especially from John Ficklin. It's that, quite that frustrating. Won't, won't he just wouldn't money. wouldn't spend the money. It's like it's like you know when you used to go to McDonald's and ask you used to have to ask for ketchup, and like yeah. they'd go oh, as if it if, as if like that was coming out of their wages. Like it's a yeah. bit like that with with Reed. It's like it's not actually you having to pay for this, although it does have yeah. shares in it. As we yeah, well, as we, as we slight conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like in the old days, and like Asda, where you have to ask for a, like a carrier bag, 
before they were costing like five yeah, pence. Well, you had to ask for a carrier bag, and they're like, you could see you've got like two weeks worth of shop, and then they're like giving you two bags. Like Karen, I've got four bags of potatoes. Well, just just That's... a just a, um, a quick note on this. Uh, Morrison's, I bought a carry bag the other day. It was paper though, and I still got charged for oh, it. That really, pence. yeah. Well, the whole point is it's plastic, isn't it? It cuts, it cuts. Um, the whole point of the charge was to cut out plastic bags. So, what are you charging us for a paper bag for? Yeah. If anyone point. knows, please tweet. Those, those bags are really strong, like. And the twenty, yeah, the twenty-five are. pence ago. For paper. That's a good. This is a good point. And they don't like put away very well. Like if you've got like a bag bin or something like that. Nah, they don't. You, you've got to fold them, then they don't fit in the fit in yeah. the the bag bin. Should we yeah. say? Anyway. Anyway. It's one of those. Uh, have you got what kind of bag bin have you got? Uh, it's just a big. I've just got a big carrier bag. Oh yeah. That I've got a big for the bag bin. Full of yeah. bags. But I've like, got a um, bag of bags. It I've was got an a actual... cr- crisis point the other week yeah. when I had to use the bin bag carrier bi- oh, carrier no. bag to go to Garn to the shops because I'd run out of other bags. I've got an actual um, bin bag thing got from IKEA. It's a, one of those standy up bin bag. Uh, <laughs> did you buy from Steve Agnew? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. On eBay, Bald Eagle nine nine six. I bought it from. <laughs> Must have been him. Um. Do you know what? Like, do you know what I really like? I really like John Fickling. That's what I've learned from this. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could do him now. Anyone like Eddie the Eagle yeah, okay. in charge of our finances would be like, would feel more professional than what we have right now. So yeah, he does motivation. He does motivational speaking now. Yeah, we found that. Does out, he? Yeah. yeah, he was on that. Hotel, Still got the mustache. Yeah, hotel program that was on the other week, which we will be doing a podcast on. Soon. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. Oh no, I thought you meant John Ficklin, not Eddie. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean John Ficklin might. I, I like. The, I really like the way that he's. Like, firstly, like he's so like hands on on everything. Yeah. Like, I know that sounds like it's well, it's his job, but like as we know, well, yeah, people who have that job don't necessarily take to it the same gusto, and he can see his enthusiasm yeah. and excitement for what's happening. Like the stadium's being built, and it's like. Their baby, like mm, it's yeah. you know, it was ma- it's a massive achievement at that stadium and 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 the academy totally. Um, and yeah. I know obviously that obviously most relationships in football end on a sour note, but and the, obviously when Quinn took over the relationship with the fans with Ficklin and and uh, Murray wasn't great, to say the least. But when you look at this. It's the excitement and the passion they've got, and it's not about themselves. It's about, it's about what they're building, and mm-hmm. I love, I love seeing that. And like in Ficklin, like you, you can see, he's just so passionate about what he wants to do and what he wants to achieve, and it's, 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 yeah. it is really nice to see. Yeah. So who who wants to know about concrete edging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's Bob Murray's. Uh, that, that's the thing. He he does literally sweat the small stuff, like down to the fixings in the stadium and the the, the little edging around the, the around the pitch at the stadium. Like, um, which I think looks brilliant. Looks impeccable. You know, <laughs> three quarter inch concrete looks really yeah. good. Looks classy. Any a, yeah. a full inch looks would be like too much. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Be too much that. concrete. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, any more than that. Half an inch, you just look like a knobhead. Well, you might as well not bother. Yeah, exactly. You might as well knock the stadium down. 
<laughs> the, mag, the, mags, the mags have got oh, half. I might have to soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he said nothing looks better than Arsenal. Yeah. Um, by by which time they were they were still at Highbury, obviously. Yeah. Um, but our pitch looks tremendous, though. Much... That last season at Roger Park, the pitch was lush. It was. It was. You, you know, when you see the footage of the of the state of the of Roger Park, the pitch was always impeccable. Hats off to to Tommy Porter. Um, you know, for the work that he did. Um, and he, uh, the the use of the concentric circles that emanate from the centre circle. That was like the hallmark of Premier League Sunderland, mm. um, which he carried on when he moved to the stadium of light as well. Yeah. As, you know, yeah. we don't get that now. Um, he's a groundsman now. Just a man. Just a man. man. Just a man, yeah. Just a man, isn't it? Um, well, like, what do you call like, what, stadium technician now? Yeah. Mm. Going back to the... Um, going back to, again, reading the, his £3 million shares in the club. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I was, like, thinking, why is, like, I, why is reading a board meeting? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's because he, <laughs> he's, like, owns... He's got, like, a massive share in the club. And he's just, like, wandering about in the background. But he, like, yeah, this is the this is the investor's first trip, isn't it? The, yeah. Is it the since the flotation in the stock market? Yeah. So you've got a few kind of. So I wonder who these bank people are then. Sorts. It's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. now you feel Just as though, like, well, but this is it now. Obviously, the way the the club set up, there's a lot of scrutiny on people who've invested in the football club, um, in the shares, um, but obviously they're not. Putting additional funds into the clubs, they've just took a punt on the shares. So yeah, it's like there's no, you know, somebody could buy fifteen percent of the football club now, and it would be big news. Yeah. Whereas maybe then, you know, some some pe- some businessmen could buy fifteen percent of the football club, and we wouldn't know who they were. It wouldn't be yeah, it wouldn't be discussed. It's it's. Uh, it's unusual. Like, who are these these people who are asking in the boardroom and asking, justifying, like to asking <laughs> Peter Reid to justify yeah. himself? Um, yeah, it's usually he, like the other way around. Uh, why are you spending so much money? Yeah, it's like, why yeah. aren't you spending, why are you spending money? any money? Yeah. And he's like kind of skulking around in the yeah, background, no. like while people are, are sitting down. You know, he's he's, he's taking he's the, the Steve Jackson <laughs> approach to to attending meetings, which is just stand up. One of them standy up boardrooms. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the the kind of take him to task on it, saying like, um, you know, is there what's what's with the reluctance to to spend? Um, and he comes out with with a few things, um, saying that you know if we spend silly money, we'll you know it's not did generally give us. There's always going to be another club that allowed spend us anyway, so so there's no point of spending more than a player's worth. Um, and the guy, the, the investor says, well, what's you know you're not going to sign anyone with that attitude. <clears throat> And he's like, kind of, I think he seems like quietly proud of that. Like, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to sign. Yeah, well, I'm going to sign John Mullen for fifty thousand um, pounds. It's funny, like he's absolutely done himself though, because he's like, oh, this team is like Southampton spending this on a player, <laughs> and we'll finish higher than all these teams. He like lists six teams that we're going to finish higher than. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. says Borough, Southampton, Coventry, West Ham. We'll finish higher than them. Yeah, yeah. and we did not. So, they did yeah, not finish not. higher than them. Yeah. Well, we finished higher no, than Middlesbrough yeah. and um, whoever finished bottom that season. I can't remember. Forest? Was it, Dar- was it Forest? Was it? 
think Forest so. Forest bottom that year. Oh yeah, because it yeah. came down with us and we we yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, us, Borough and Forest in the top three the next yeah. season, wasn't it? Yeah. But Borough went down by virtue of not playing, not playing against game. Blackburn. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, frozen pitch, yeah. Great. Really good. And they're still angry about it, it now. It's like, <laughs> still, still rankles. Should have played then, shouldn't Should have played the game instead exactly. of trying to, trying to game exactly. the system. Although Bolton did that and nothing happened. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, but the, the so next... we, we were only two points away from West Ham, who, who were the. The highest of the of the of the teams yeah. named there, um, they got forty two points. And had we beaten Wimbledon the last game of the season, um, or even like just picked up a, a draw, we, well, that Leeds yeah. goal, like been fine. that goal against Leeds, yeah. it's just shocking. Oh, uh, it's things the, like the, that, like the Paul Stewart miss against Wimbledon, still. Like, oh no, 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 don't it's, even. It's awful to watch. Let's not get. I'm into sure it's that like now. difficult for. For those that were there, I wasn't even there. I just remember watching the highlights and going, oh, "I could score that." It was my first away game. That couldn't. was. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember. Really, I remember it. I remember the the ball coming across. And but anyway, that'll be highlighted later, won't it? In the in episode we're five. Yeah, we we'll talk about that episode five when we when when lockdown's finished and yeah, even less people are listening than now. now. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we have a, a break now before we come back yes. and talk about, about the, the second half? Yes, let's have a break. So after after the break, we'll come back and talk about a trip to the northwest and some more behind-the-scenes war. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Who likes cargo shorts? Oh, me. Yeah. Who likes t-shirts with subtle branding for football teams? Uh, me as well. I bloody love that. Who oh. likes bucket hats? Oh. Um, Liam Gallagher. <laughs> it's not 1996 anymore, but people still like them. And from the terraces sell all of that. Mm. And not, not only that, they're our friends' official podcast friends <laughs> and uh, they're offering an exclusive 10% discount um, on all orders from their store which are being fulfilled now because they're fully operational once more following the corona the, the, the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic I can't say it anymore it's like corona it's like when you look at a corona. word it's no longer a word yeah you've, you've yeah. said it too many times exactly so yeah they're great they Go are brilliant from them. they are great no they are really good I love so all, yeah, like all the items. I'm a, are like I had a black a, t-shirt on yesterday. It's, brilliant. it's like the best quality t-shirt that, that I own. I love long, 
I love long sleeve polo shirts, and but sometimes the fit on them, um, I'm not like are a bit awkward, but the the have fit you been on buying these the standy up ones? By beautiful, mistake. yeah, standy. Uh, no, no, I've been not by mistake on purpose. Uh, <laughs> obviously, then do you not buy standy up long sleeve polos? Um, sometimes, but I've got a couple, and they are a delight. Um, and there's a bomber jacket that I've been eyeing up, and now I'm starting to think maybe it's time to invest in the bomber jacket. Even I wonder if they're a bit available. Um, but I'll, 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 yeah. I might get that because it looks great. But the cargo shorts are the thing because it's the summer. Even though, obviously, time-wise, you might be listening to this whenever. But the, as we all know, the weather has been rubbish uh, for the last ten days. So um, when the sun comes back out again. Get in there. I think Chris even like locally hand delivers stuff. Obviously, contactless uh, delivery because you know he uses safe, yeah, he just, he's safe operator. Just hides it over your garden fence, doesn't he? Um, but he <laughs> sh- flings it over the house into the backyard. <laughs> he should. He should get involved. He's a passionate lad who's uh, done a. You know, he put together something really, really good. Like his his business and. It's, it's great. The gear is great. So, so you use the code. Gone yeah, and buy oh, some. yeah, definitely. WS10 from the terraces. uk. Buy some garments. Yeah, yeah. He really appreciates our support, and we we really appreciate yeah, yeah. his support. Yeah. yeah. That sounded so a bit pass- that, that sounded a bit passive aggressive. That Richard. <laughs> well, oh well, I appreciate your support. I listened support. back the other day, and I sounded really kind of half-assed with my with my with my. Uh, Endorsement, um, and I, I, I know half-assed is usually the way that I kind of operate, I, I conduct my life. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I thought Agreed. I'd best revisit that and be a little bit more uh, uh, eff, eff, effusive in my praise. So I think it's because this stuff's so like good and speaks for itself. You don't need, you don't, you just feel so natural just to talk about it as a quality item without having to over-egg yeah. the pudding. But anyway, Premier Passions. Yes. Premier, Premier Passions. We rejoin Premier Passions with a vital trip to Blackburn. Can we talk which about... Which comes ahead, yeah. of, ahead of two home games with uh, uh, Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United. Go on, Gareth. No, I was just saying, I, I don't know if you're going to skip over it. You probably weren't, but obviously we get there. The, the, the hotel shots. The hotel, well, the stadium, yes. looks like the same hotel all the time. So I'm, yes. gu- I'm guessing well, that it's, it's the 90s hotel, but it yeah. has surely it's if this can't be from the Blackburn away game, surely they've just done all the hotel stuff, uh, okay, in one place well, and then dotted it about. But looks like a best where, western to me. <laughs> this is the, what I was thinking is this looks exactly like the best western I stayed in in Ipswich <laughs> last year, which was had not been updated. For, yeah. Since 1997, I easily hadn't been updated. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are generally terrible. Hotels. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Endorse, I will not endorse yeah. a Best Western. And we stayed in one. <laughs> Absolutely not. We went for a fan. Um, we we went for a fancy <laughs> meet. I will endorse the Raby Hunt in uh, in in uh, Darlington Way, which is a two Michelin star, two Michelin, Michelin, Michelin star, a two Michelin star restaurant. Um, and we went Shops. there for a bit of a treat, and uh, we stayed at a Best Western. Down the road, which is in a castle, and it was awful. Um, the 
I got an iron to um oh, yeah, <laughs> I got I got, so. I got an iron to do my shirt right before I went out my journal shirt I was Your wearing for the shirt. restaurant. We re- not I, yeah. I wanted to make an impression. Um I was ironing it and there was like all these like black streaks at the back of my shirt and on the iron there was like loads of like black stuff all over the uh, thing. So I took it back to the thing. That's <laughs> thing you want in the journal yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, all the, my oh, lovely, no. my lovely, it was a dark lo- was, uh, Well, it was a, it was like a traditional sort of off-brown journal wow. shirt. <laughs> um, so I took it to the, um, I took, I took it back to the counter and uh, said, um, I was like, oh, this. I was like, I was like, I've, I've ironed my shirt and it's, uh, I was like, I've ironed my shirt and it's, it's me and it's like got like black stuff all over it. And she just looked at the iron and went, oh. I see it's got clots all over it. And I was like, oh, I was like, all right. I just right. She was like, eee, I don't know how that's happened. I was like, right. Well, someone's been ironing with clots again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you I was put like, well, in the iron. I was just like, what do you? Put what do you want me? Clots on the iron. He was like, what do you want? Is it was just bizarre. It was like there was no like offering of apology or anything like that. I was like, well, what are you going to do about it? And they were just like. So I had this shirt which had like uh, <laughs> I ended up having like scrape the clots off with my thumb, which was uh, great. Me. So it wasn't. It was the worst western, not the best western. Yeah. Mm, well, well, I'll, this is very go. much hotel yes. hell with uh, Tony Cotton and Steve Agnew, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can I just yeah. uh, another? So not only does is it, well, he's boiled the illusion here, hasn't he? Because he is lying down on the bed. No, he can. He can lie down or. Stand up, he, he is like in a stand at your position. Sit down. You can't sit down. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't concertina. His legs are fully straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's going like oh with um, with three points for a win now, and I was thinking, yeah, what? Yeah, like, I, I thought this. But was it like, for like twenty yeah, years? Yeah, was that? it like nineteen seventy eight or something? It went from two to three points for a win. Yeah, it was like Jimmy Jimmy Hill. One of his innovations. Yeah. So it's like, been eighteen he, he years. He got rid of the minimum wage and he introduced three points for a win, and he also kind of made it socially acceptable to turn up late for football yeah, matches yeah. as well. Yeah. As well, we'll find out later in the in the uh, in the series. But yeah, yeah, just like who are you pitching this at, Steve? Like this discussion. <laughs> like when when it was two points for a win, you were like probably like Maybe. ten. Yeah. So I think someone's just told him for the first time. Yeah. It's the way he's Get like, in. of course, Get in, lads. That's got us on to twenty-two points. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> twenty-three, twenty-three, Steve. It's, it's like, like we're still, you know what? It. Yeah, it's he's shocking. Like, we, we got relegated with forty points, and you know we, we won twenty we won matches. At least twenty matches. Won twenty <laughs> matches. Got relegated. It's like the um, change of rules. It's when he's saying you're three points for winning. Obviously, you can go up miles now if you win a game. <laughs> So well, <laughs> thousands now. If you yeah, yeah. Thousands. <laughs> thousands of places. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, three, uh, three k for a win now. <laughs> three grand, three k's. So there's a high suspicion that that the um, the hotel rooms are the ones from possibly their their little little mid season break. Um, yeah. There's also in in every room because you get you get the the rooms that are paired up. So you get Tony Court and Steve Agnew. You get. Um, uh, Darius Kibichi and uh, and uh, French Lee yeah. French uncle uh, called uh, Lionel Perez yeah. just very <laughs> Gallic <laughs> then you get uh, Craig Russell and Mickey Gray naked Craig Russell and Mickey Gray Nick, naked yeah. Yeah. yeah Mickey Gray when you had a Sunderland accent as well yeah which is yes. a yeah. throwback yeah 
but they're they're all watching the same footage on the same television. Yeah. Um, is it the same Celtic? goal, which is just yeah. on repeat? If you listen closely, it's yeah. a De Canio goal, which is just looped. Yeah. Um, or, or he scored loads. Maybe he did because it was Scottish League, and you know I could score in the Scottish League. But um, well, Mickey, Mickey Fuman, yeah. yeah, Mickey Fuman. Well, yeah. But yeah, the nice. Uh, 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 after saying it was such a well-produced documentary, that's that's when the mask starts to slip a bit, and they've uh, a little bit, a little bit of lazy editing. Maybe, it's but no, maybe, no maybe the they were watching sports scene. Yeah, maybe, my, yeah. On one of the sky, on one of the satellite channels, on in the hotel. Well, satellite, yeah. the, like what you yeah, mean, like yeah. the man in the pie shop who has satellite channels in his apartment when he goes uh, on holiday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's to come, but yeah, he misses. He misses the, the entire season, the, apparently. The United game. I mean, I'm, he, I'm, um, he must be doing well because he's on holiday for like four weeks or something. The way he's still, <laughs> I missed every game, like, but I was in the apartment at the time. He was I'm staying in an apartment with satellite. Yeah, he was I've on stayed holiday. in apartments now that don't have satellite TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, 20 years ago. If you know the Pie Man, uh, or you are the Pie Man and you listen, please get in touch. Um, and I want to know. How you know? I want to know about your your history. You know, I like. You can come on the next pod. You can, yeah. I'll find them out. Let's I'll yeah. ask Andy well, and any, his agent if he yeah. knows. <laughs> so if any if anybody knows any of the people, so if you are man up a ladder, yeah. Um, so Hunt Hunt Andy Andy, um, if you're him, um, if you're the pie man, if you're the teacher, if you're the posh school girl, or you are, um, or if you are Tony one, Colton. Is that it? Who's the uh, other one? Yeah. Yeah. Is there not another one? Okay, so if you're any one of those people who are in it, or you know anybody... You've got to paint the decorator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've not said the paint Handy Andy up the ladder. It's Mac and Handy oh, Andy. Yeah. With the curtains. Always up the lander. Yeah. Great. I mean, I fantastic. I put them up. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, <laughs> fantastic 90s Barnet-like. Um, yeah. So... If you are any of those people, or you know them, you know, get in touch. Let's have a chat. Great. The Blackburn away game is coming <laughs> gone, so we've lost again. Um, no, we didn't lose at Blackburn, did we? Drew one all. Yeah, we did, didn't we? No, we got no, we drew one all. Well, we, didn't show our, we didn't show our goal. Did? Did it? I missed it then. Bally scored like a shot from like the edge of the box. I'd, ball, the ball did, comes out of him and he... Uh, it bashes it in. Oh no, it's Sheffield Wednesday. I'm wrong. No, you're right. We got B one. I was going to say yeah. we got B because the bloke yeah, in the crowd. The bloke in the crowd goes, "We can tell you what, like we can win this, and then they score what looks yeah. like immediately." <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, can't. Narrator, yeah. they lost one nil. <laughs> yeah. So there's some more behind the scenes war after the uh, after that defeat. Um, Nail Quinn, Quinjury. Don't can we um, just go back? Because the ten every ten minutes they have to mention it and the pressure's on to bring in the forwards yes, sorry, again, yeah. and then it cuts to Quinny on the back of it. Yeah, yeah, so. and he's 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 getting his injury looked at, and I think the 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 the, the prognosis for him is a lot better than it was for uh, for Tony Court, and he came back and played towards the end of the season, didn't he? Quinn? Yeah, he did come back, came back and yeah. played the last six or seven games. I think he was available. So. 
the the guests on the show go through a list of the strikers that we could have had that other clubs have bought. Um, Darren Huckabee, John Hartson, Pierre Van Hooydonk. Now that would have been a disaster because Forrest Fifth, finished yeah. bottom and Van Hooydonk. He scored a lot of goals, didn't he, though, Van Hooydonk? He did. He, well, he, got, he was top scorer of the season after, wasn't he, as well, in, the, in Division yeah. 1. Yeah, but goals at other clubs don't translate to goals at other No, you've got to very, very I don't know, points. Will Griggs... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, whoever signed for us would have would have killed their career. Plus, Huckabee was at Newcastle before he moved to... Uh, he was, wasn't Col- he, before he moved I didn't to know that until yeah, yeah. I Googled He it. went from Lincoln to, to Newcastle. Newcastle. That's yeah. annoying, because I play. quite liked him. But he didn't play for yeah. Newcastle, he like he because he. I mean, they had like Beardsley and Ferdinand and Shearer and that at the time, so he never played. Yeah, Keith Gillespie, so they didn't. They never played a game, like hardly. That's good. So it would have been all right for him to sign. Although, like the lad, the, is it in this episode where the lads like got about like uh, you know Titley Clark like, um, and then we obviously we sign him in the summer, don't we? The following summer, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the Spurs match. Um John Ficklin and the rest of the board yeah. are drinking are drinking in the yeah. the bar from from Star Wars. Another another funny yeah, another funny story. Yeah, because yeah, they've got the <laughs> yeah, Black Cantina band in the background, haven't they? So they're all they're playing the tunes that and yeah, John Ficklin has his lucky bottle of Bud, wasn't it, or something? <sighs> lucky yeah. Budweiser. There's nothing lucky about Budweiser. No, no. It seems the that, that, that there's a, a high a high quantity of stubby cans of Budweiser displayed throughout Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's even scenes yeah, yeah. in later Reed, episodes Reed where Pete, yeah, Peter yeah, Reed's just in his office, just like drinking yeah. cans, which you know got to respect <laughs> it in a way. Imagine that now. I know. Just like Guardiola, just having yeah. cans in the office. Can I just, like there's a, there's a little bit before that where Peter Reed's like in his office talking about. Um, the transfers and again he's just he's just like going like I'm not going to sign anybody ever that's his, <laughs> that's basically it but it's, it's in stark contrast to like the later days where he just signed anyone for lots of money <laughs> yeah that's it yeah what was the straw that brought the camels back I wonder um, where he just went I've got to change my approach here I'll sign Milton did, Nunes did you did you miss against West Ham away when we would have went top of the league Maybe it was that. Maybe it was that. Mm. No, but we'd sign like worse. We'd sign like people like Kim Heiselberg and Baggy Mercermeg oh, yeah. and Jerry Harrison Baggy, and Baggy people like that. Um, before they then, weren't signed so, for big money, though, weren't they? Well, there was thousands. Tom, Tom Peters. And there was thousands. Tom Peters. Tom Peters. Yeah. People like that. I like Nicholas how Medina. like the way the club kind of span signings at the time was that Fred Gunn. You know, you'd you'd get a player coming in and instantly they'd be compared to. A great player from the Premier League, so mm. like this is the next Yapstam, or you know, yeah. this is the this is going to be the next Maradona, and everyone yeah. would be like, oh yeah, and you see him play like in a in a reserve Pontins reserve league game against like Berry or Rochdale yeah. or something, and he's and he was not. No, Do you remember? Mona Reda. Do you remember? He when was we, not um, the next Maradona. I know we're like talking about. Do you remember when we definitely were linked with the Ariel Ortega, weren't we? Definitely, yeah. Definitely, I remember talking about it, yeah. Well. Definitely, <laughs> which obviously means it's true. Yeah, it must be true. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. Yes. So yeah, they had the three Spurs. three beers, because um, obviously um, that's fine. 
you know, three yeah. beers, three points. So it's worked already for them. So obviously it was going to work against Tottenham Hotspur. It did not. No. St- no. Stefan Everson, after a minute and five seconds, had other <laughs> ideas. Dear me. Uh, and scored a hat-trick. And still, like, I remember that, that match quite vividly. Um, I wasn't there. You're going to laugh. I was in Spain. No, um, I was there. <laughs> just remember watching the highlights uh, and just how terrible we were. I mean, for the, like for the for the fourth goal, it's it looks like school football. That goal just looks like yeah, school football. Yeah, the consensus seems to be that that was the worst performance of the season. That um, mm. the long range shot. What? Yeah. What's Perez doing? <laughs> Well, he's crap he's just like him, flying you know. through the air. It's like... One of our players has died, and he's like lying, <laughs> lying, prostrate, lying prostrate in the six-yard box. Maybe it was Steve Dead. Agnew who needed to sit down, but obviously couldn't. So he uh, he obviously had to lie <laughs> flat. Yeah, lie down. Lie down. Yeah. But yeah, Lionel Perez, just he is. Yeah. He is Lee Camp's French uncle. Yeah. Totally. Just. He's one of those city, one of those city down goalkeepers. That's a problem with with line up around. Sometimes it would look. I mean, we weren't really kind of. We we'd never had like foreign goalkeepers before. Um, I know technically Shea Given was foreign, but <laughs> but you know by it that he was he'd, he'd come through a British academy, um, and like Perez just he looked like a flair player. The way they kind of conducted himself and like kind of, but it was just just terrible. I love him though. Yeah, he was good in and, the. And he was good. Cult, he was good cult. in the season after. Apart from yeah, the, he was. The, the, apart I don't from even know the was, incident. You know. Apart from no, Richard he Rufus, was. he was. Yeah, apart from the incident, he was fine. But that was like he was terrible from corners generally. No, he wasn't very um, tall, was he? And neither was yeah. Shea Given, but he doesn't come out for corners, so no. you know, just don't come out. But, but yeah, he wanted to. Yeah. He was trying. <laughs> he was trying. They were. He was trying to take control. Sorry, boss. Le boss. Le gaffe. Don't drop his boss. Je suis désolé. Stupid um, idiot. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. Big boss. But it was quite a sort of a week. Like we seemed quite safe, and then all of a sudden we were just like, well, it wasn't even all of a sudden. It was just like a slow descent towards the end. Like we yeah. we seemed to just drift, like down the table. It was, it was at this point the the, the journalists after the match, um, and some classic journal shirting. Well, great, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's a, a young, a young Nick Alexander who was uh, the re- reporter for the for the for the Sunderland Echo, and he's the one that says alarm bells, um, alarm bells. It was well, like a Steve Steve Bruce run, this isn't it? Yeah. Very much yeah, like a, a Bruce twelve game winless run. And then um, you had uh, Simon O'Rourke, um, yes, yes, lingering, fresh faced Simon O'Rourke with the. I would argue a journal jacket that he's got on rather than a journal shirt. And then you know and then obviously uh Graham Anderson as well milling about there with a long coat masking his you know journal shirt. So But there were some like you you could all I wouldn't say that there were shirtlings in that they were young like just into it, but like they were they were established fully shirted journals. Yeah. 
um, at the time. See, I, when I, when I was when I was doing when I was in the game, I was uh, <laughs> I was a lot more lot more casual, generally in like in in my approach to the job and also in my attire. Yeah. So I was, was very lot, rare, you, rarely. You, you did have a nice journal shirt though. I did have a nice yeah. show, but I only keep it for like special occasions, formal occasions, extreme journaling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your cup final, your you know playoffs. So I mean, final, yeah. like that. I had a journal suit for the cup final, so yeah. oh, nice. not messing about with that. Uh, but yeah, for, for general for, like, for your run of the bill m- matches, midweekers, things like that, I'd be very casual. I'd be almost treating the the industry with contempt. Um, <laughs> And I felt I felt the resistance against that from from the from the older from the elder shirt. The, yeah, the, 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 the more established journals. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. these new bloggers coming in and shaking up the uh, the industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but so yeah, Paul the White basic has, crime. Um, yeah. Go on. Sorry. It's on holiday. Sorry, no. I was just sitting. I was. I didn't know what you were saying. Right. Just say he's on holiday, yeah. as we've established. Paul Whitehouse, yeah, on holiday, enjoy not enjoying the match. Um, but yeah, definitely the alarm bells. I remember the feeling that we probably wouldn't get out of that at that point. Um, so, with the uh, with that result in mind, uh, the the share price of the club plummeted, um, and the board About three pence. was forced. Well, yeah, it's a lot in those days. There's a lot in these days. The board was forced to make some tough decisions. At this point, I thought, "Oh no, Peter Reid's going to be sacked." I knew that he hadn't been, but I yeah, I know I did. I was like, "Storyline, eh? but they didn't they sack him." <laughs> you know, no, they they just downgraded their plans. The bathrooms, the executive toilets. They didn't even downgrade them. They were just all wrong. Um, I think this is Fred's fault. Personally. Yeah, Fred. I mean, Fred. You can't Fred gets in trouble for starting two meetings. Uh, you know, can we just have one meeting? Can we have one meeting? Yeah. <laughs> Not a good day for Fred. Fred's Fred. like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Fred's like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> there's, a time, there's a time and a place, Fred. And that, it's not now. Yeah. So the the drag Fred, who's obviously, you know, trying to trying to subvert the, the meeting agenda, um, where the, the, the discussions is about the executive toilets and the, the final finish of it, which they wanted five-star top-of-the-market hotel what had been designed was something a little bit best west, bit best nicer. western. <laughs> best west. <laughs> it was best western. Well, we... was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what we have ended up is is quite opulent, but very much dated. Oh, it looks terrible um, now because it hasn't changed. It's and you walk in, and you think, God, this is quite grand, but it's like marble floors and yeah. Well, the entrance, the entrance. You think you left at Roker Park, but they, they brought it with them. To be fair, the entrance to the stadium is still nice. However, yes, there is the nice. reception. The reception areas elsewhere, because they're dated, make the entrance look dated. Whereas if it was modernised, the entrance would feel a mm. bit grander. It would feel like of yeah. a, like of a time. Whereas because the rest of it's like. Needs an update. Um, yeah, it's. But I think the stuff they're putting quite, in on this is, this, it's the same stuff that was there when the stadium was built. Yeah, yeah definitely. It needs. Um, well, it's not going to get one, but it needs. Yeah. <laughs> it needs an update. Yeah, they'll just send it out screw fix for like a new tap if it broke, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that was the oh, famous. Yeah. Um, that was the famous gold taps. The, the gold taps. That was the, the the stick that was used to beat. 
um, worry with for quite a long time where people were like, oh, all he cares about is the taps. It was a lift of yeah. the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was, it was quite jarring to see like, how much, knowing how hands on the word, how much time they spent on that area of the stadium and seeing what they did with the actual concourse where, you know, 99% of the, yeah. the the stadium would be would be kind of congregating and it's just bare. It was at, a time, at the time when it was open, it was just bare breeze. Well, um, yeah. I mean, there's probably a reason for that. The stadium cost quite was quite cheap to make, and on top of that, it nearly didn't open on time. So, <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't have opened on time, really, should it? it was, where Fred had his own way, it would have been opened in 2020. Was, <laughs> he was he was off having two meetings. But so the, but the, the thing about Fred is go back. Thing about Fred go is, is, you know, people like Fred. Great crack at the Christmas party and that, and so you like you tolerate them, don't you, for like the work days, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's why you know you need people like Fred in the office, in my opinion. Yeah, Fred. Fred's the type that'll drink the table wine, even if he doesn't drink red wine, he'll drink yes. it free. Nobody drinks red wine, which is great for me because I like the red wine. So at this at the Christmas parties and anything, whenever there's table wine. I just like Hoover up the red wine, which is great. Didn't you have quite a lot of wine at your Christmas party, Richard? Well, I was about to say I, I was, I was <laughs> Fred. Um, I, I noticed that nobody was drinking the red wine, and I thought, actually, I quite fancy a glass of red. I haven't had it in a while. Um, I remembered why I didn't have red wine, because it makes us a bit loco. Um, and then so, you were sick in a so yeah, Two hours later, I was put into a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Were you sick down your journal, sure? <laughs> <laughs> sick down everything. <laughs> sick everywhere. Sick meters, everywhere. Got a hundred yeah, meters yeah, yeah. up the road yeah. in the taxi, and he was like, he saw that I was being sick into the champagne bucket that I'd taken from the <laughs> from the venue, and he was just like, nope, 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 and pulled up on the side, and I was like, no, I'm fine, I've got my bucket, she's driving. Benno was um, a taxi driver. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Richard's employees are listening. They've upgraded your employment status to sacked. <laughs> Upgrade. <laughs> Where was he before? Uh, oh, downgrade. Redundoed. we He's gone from redundoed to sacked. Um, yeah. Great. You know, like we play Sorry, the Man United game is the next sort of main bit in it. Yeah. Apart from was yeah, so it, was it like the next bit is it like all those like men in a hovel? Is that? Like just um, yeah, the, it's the, weird the, the and stuff. Yeah, just the ground stuff yeah. in like in a cupboard. That yeah, that was before the uh, that was before the Spurs game when they're all kind oh, was of it? Oh, right, okay. as to I've missed that as then. to who was going to score first and things like that. Oh yeah, um, reading well, newspapers. In, remember them? The Man it's the Man United game the next in it, and then it's like uh, the like you. Forget how good they were. Like that Man United team mm. were a great team. Oh, yeah. Like their players are yeah, they, like sensational. You know, they just won the double, hadn't they? Yeah. And you see those players that were coming in there, coming into the ground. Yeah. Um, as the walking past, you've got you know Cantona, you got um, you know there was Andy Keane. Cole, uh, just as he was getting good, Roy Keane, yeah. Gary Neville, Neville, Paborski, Michael, Paborski. What a player he was. <laughs> but uh, I I like the little bit where where Reed's asked if he's had a good week and obviously he's a bit uh, incredulous at it so we've just lost twice in a row so yeah I'm having a great week things can only get better yeah <laughs> then Bobby Saxton says if I have a if I had a gun I'd have shot if myself I... <laughs> <laughs> extreme Cheers, Bobby Sacco. 
but nice little bit about that when they're when they're reading out the teams, um, and it, it, Gareth Hall being booed. Just a little reminder. Yeah, There's no context yeah, provided yeah, at the time. Yeah. Just like why is one of Sunderland's players yeah. being booed? Oh, he just ha- just happened all the time. It's Gareth Hall because uh, yeah. he was because he was shit. Yeah, he was shit. Yeah, I, do, then, I remember then, him being shit, and I was like five. Remember my dad just coming. Dad just coming I just assumed he was shit because he was being booed. My dad just like basically when I started to go telling me that Gareth Hall was shit, and I would believe he was shit. So yeah. that, that's why that's why my opinions really of writing players off. I'd written Gareth Hall off before I was five. <laughs> he was the he was the Mark Lynch. Is that like one of the right? things you were told? Well, on the way in? T- yeah. yeah. Please write. Yeah, you've got to write one of the you were players told on the way in. Yeah. We play in red and white. We change halves at half time, <laughs> and uh, Gareth, Gareth Hall, Hall is shit. <laughs> so there, there are all the things you need to know. Pretty much. But yeah, Peter Reid. Packing tickets into an envelope before the kickoff. What's with that? Like, what's he doing? Mm. His well. family <laughs> sorting tickets out for his family, isn't he? Should he? Shouldn't he have someone else to do that for him? Though? I don't know. Like when you read Roy Keane's book, it's a big like thing, isn't it? Like getting tickets for oh, other yeah, people the people and sorting thing, yeah. tickets out. So it's like maybe it was just of an era thing, getting tickets for people. I don't know. So against all the odds. We managed to pick up a, a famous victory um, against Manchester United with uh, John Mullins scoring what became the winner. Who else scored? Yeah. Was it Meet Gray? Who Meet scored? Gray, Early yeah. In that. Yeah. It was no, they, both goals yeah. were in the second half. Both goals right. were in the second half, and uh, yeah, they got late. A late one, pull one back. Consolation. Yeah, consolation. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, with that group, like you did, like to get forty points with that group of players, and we beat like Arsenal, we beat Man United. No, we weren't Chelsea. Chelsea weren't a bad. I know Chelsea weren't the Chelsea we are now, but we weren't a bad, weren't a bad team. We just. We just couldn't score goals. Yeah, we just couldn't score goals. I think if, if, if we had we'd a goal, spent a little money, if, if we'd, we'd spent, spent that money on a yeah. striker, say we'd, would, if we'd would spent that, that translated, I don't know. If we'd spent that four, five, six million pounds on forwards, if we bought John um, Well, would we have stayed up? And how much money would, would that have been worth to the football club at that time? Well, we probably wouldn't have bought Kevin Phillips, would we? No, true. And would Quinn yeah. have had his renaissance that he had in that in the championship before getting into the well, Premier League? You don't know, do you? It's the same with the, like the, the the player final the next season, isn't it? Yeah. If we'd have gone up that season, like we wouldn't yeah. have had the with the injuries that we had at the start of the following season. Aye, and then, yeah, and John Mullen playing the... in centre midfield for yeah. quite a long <laughs> okay. time and doing okay. quite well. Yeah. yeah. But then you wouldn't have had like the the hundred and five point season, mm. which probably carried us to seventh place, really. Yeah, yeah. Like the, on the back of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Quinny so... and Phillips just played themselves in for two seasons, didn't they? Really, and then yeah. when they got the Premier League, they were just yeah. unstoppable. Um, our friend, Kevin yeah, Phillips. our friend Kevin Phillips, yeah, best best friend actually. Um, mm-hmm. Don't. John Fitton mentions red and white lights that they're going to light up the stadium. 
Now yeah. I remember white spotlights. I remember white spotlights, but I don't yeah, remember. I, remember I don't remember any red and white lights. I don't think we ever had them. Bought the wrong ones. Forgot. And I think on the opening on the opening For, night. Did, did he delegate? Um, did he delegate to Fred? <laughs> yes, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Yeah. Fred, did you get the? Uh, did you get the white lights? <laughs> yes. Did you get the red lights? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I've gone and left them at Screw Fix, boss. <laughs> Sorry, boss. B and Q would yeah. probably then. Well, yeah, they probably didn't have Screw Fix at the time. But no, it would have been like Texas. Call it. Yeah, do it all. Do it all. Yes. Good. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the on the opening night at the stadium, they had yeah, just had the spotlights. Um, which you could see for miles because I remember coming back, back home and see, still seeing like for ages being able to see the night sky being light, lit up by those incredibly expensive lights that that were turned on briefly again under Quinn until he saw the first electricity bill afterwards and went, <laughs> probably for the best. I mean, everyone knows where it is by now. We've been open twenty years. Yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame that the. Doors aren't there anymore. But We're not going to turn them on now. They can barely turn the lights in the entrance on no. now. Yeah. No, no, we can't. It was fine until Fred left them on yeah. one night. I mean, that's about it, really. Yeah. <laughs> next, next, <laughs> month, next. That's why the that's why the under that's why the undersoil Hayden went off against Stockport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't afford to do both, and Fred went right. Well, we'll leave the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> We just it was just angle the lights Fred. down. Did I do the, the, Did I do the, Did I do the right thing, yeah. boss? Yeah. You did what you thought was best, Fred. <laughs> well, cost the club thousands that game. Oh, and Fred! Uh, yeah. Answerable, the big boss coming in and having a pop with Fred. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> One job, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the end of this end of this little episode, for fifteenth. In the league, um, which I think it's a point, a place lower than we were at the start of the episode. Um, so the next episode brings us to the Tyneweir derby, uh, played behind closed doors. Remember, no, it wasn't, behind, it closed wasn't behind closed doors. Doors were closed to us, weren't they? <laughs> we weren't allowed in. I bet some so people still gone though. Yeah, they would have. Bet Stephen gone. gone. Bet Stephen gone. Yeah. So the Tyneweir derby comes up, and then we sign a new player, which, which, which Peter Reid didn't actually spend any money on. Or yeah. did he? Did he? Was I don't it, think it was a free. He wasn't a free. Waddler paid for his bus fare, wasn't he? Waddler. Great. So that was episode two. Mm. Amongst other things. Yeah, amongst other things that. If has anyone got any challenges for us to to crack on with while find well, out the fee episode three yeah find out the fee handy Andy's fee right so I just replied to the guy that replied to me thing is if we're yeah. paying yeah if we're paying him so there's that premier pressures isn't it at the end of the uh, at the, the yeah. like outside find out his fee right and um, we'll. See how we'll get him to watch Premier Pressures and then we can do the Premier Pressures podcast with us. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So right, but find out if the, find out if a feel include the research. I wonder if yeah. I wonder if there's like a thing in any things he does where he um 
you can't mention the teapot incident. <laughs> thing, yeah. That, that ruined my career. Literally nothing else <laughs> Those to talk about. fucking teapots. <laughs> He's got a phobia that, of teapot. Yeah. Makes yeah. his tea directly. Got a cup of tea, Andy. Oh, sorry. Just me. puts his tea bag in the kettle and boils it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. <laughs> it wasn't his fault, though, that's a thing. Just no, no, but like... He was acting under orders and he said, if you put the books on them, that'll, that'll not be a good idea. But he shouldn't have done it. He should have just been like, sorry, Linda. And then she'd yeah. have been like, listen, Andrew. I bet you could turn Linda Barker like... You are? I bet you could turn Linda Barker like across to... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's definitely got an edge to her. Yeah. I always quite liked her. She was no Anna Ryder Richardson. <laughs> There's no Carl Smiley. No, oh, I liked oh, it. She was alright. But um, oh. I forgot to mention. What I forgot to mention was at the top of the episode. I uh, also Facebook messaged Ronan Harazzi, who I found on Facebook. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Great. He hasn't got back to it, so. Oh, right. Um, did it, did, he, did he read it? He hasn't read it yet. Well, so he's probably gone. Friends. He's probably blind. Now he's yeah. medical at some like Probably can't lift his, can't lift like his steel arms. pipe in his eye or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't move. Yeah, he reached over yeah, to get the phone yeah, when he saw your message yeah. come up and tripped <laughs> over. <laughs> he needs to get one. Of those, he needs to get like some sort of standy up framework. <laughs> if only that he'd he'd uh, had played in that team, then Steve Agnew may they may have been in touch and he could have arranged <laughs> to prepare some sort of frame for him to. To propel himself about in, but that's it's a sliding doors moment. But yeah, that, yeah. that is a good Th- shout, Richard. Well done. Thing was, I said I was from the from the Wise Men Say podcast. I probably thought thought I was taking a piss. <laughs> Th- three wise yeah. men. All oh, right, okay. Three wise men coming to talk to him. Some kind of visitation on his on his property. Yeah, find his is... email address and email him. Yeah, let's find out who. Let's find more out about Ron Ratsy. Uh, he hasn't even read it, so... Well, the thing is, if you're not friends on Facebook with somebody, have you added him? Well, no. Well, well you'll have him. to add him. Add him. Because if you send a message him. to somebody who you haven't got on, it goes into some, like, sub-folder. It goes into like, requests, doesn't it? Does it? When's that stop anybody adding you on Facebook, Richard? Well, I, re- I refuse any... If, if well, someone exactly. hasn't read I don't accept but you're in for it. A not penny. one of those people who... In for a penny, in for a pound. Mm. 50p well, a pound. Right. You might as well just have add request- him. You requested, requested Harassi, Harassi requested. So let's yeah. hope by next time we record that he has at least accepted your friend request. Hope we can do a job on your yeah. timeline. That's a thing, yeah. Tell you what, update, like... update your bio so it makes you look like like you look at it and go, Ooh. Put your journal Yeah, picture. put your journal yeah, shirt get, on. Get some put your journal, journal shirt, journal do a picture, go like, journal for the for the Journal of Times or something like that. Put, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, make it think, like, oh, I wonder what this person wants. Yeah. Great. Right. I'll well done, Richard. Very good. Good work, Rick. Great. Right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with episode three in due course. Uh, see you on the other side. <laughs>
I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.